Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an indie record label. And I'm excited to talk to you today about five mistakes that every record label makes. Now, where did I get these mistakes from? Of course, I make tons of mistakes. I make all the mistakes. But I actually, you know, uh, we have this great Facebook community. And if you're not a part of it, please come over and join. Um, there is uh, over, uh, I think we, we broke 700 members and they're all, you know, not all, but they're mostly active members. And um, we kind of encourage each other and, and talk about different things. And I asked this community a couple of weeks ago, I asked them what a, a piece of advice would you give um, somebody who's starting a record label? What was a mistake that you made or something you sort of regret or underestimated back when you were starting your label that you learned the hard way. And so we got all of these great responses and I found that a lot of them kind of fell under five different categories. And so I want to share those five things with you today because I think you'll find it really helpful. Now, if you are starting a record label or dreaming about starting a record label, then make sure you download our new toolkit. Our toolkit is really special and it, it includes, it's a toolkit for people starting record labels. You can get it at otherrecordlabels.com slash toolkit. And it includes uh, like a sample recording contract. It has some checklists in there, some accounting uh, spreadsheet templates that you can use, tons of stuff in there. So make sure you go to otherrecordlabels.com slash toolkit and download that for free. Um, if you are already running a record label, if you've been running a record label for five or 10 or 25 years, I think you'll enjoy this episode as well, because there's a lot of things that you'll probably agree with in here. Uh, and you'll probably be nodding your head and thinking, yes, I remember doing that. And there's a lot of things in here for someone myself who've been running a label for a while. I often feel like I still make these mistakes. So let's talk about five mistakes every record label makes. Maybe we can help the new people and not make some of these mistakes. <laughs> Number one is worrying about the small things. I think that's true, especially when we're starting a label. And I get a lot of emails from people who have some specific questions about starting a record label. And sometimes I'm surprised with these questions because I think, you know what? Just get started, get going, and you'll learn on as you go. This is a really granular question that you probably don't need to have right away. Um, this is something that's supposed to be super fun. And so I, I do think that there's a lot of people who get started in some of the really technical and administrative tasks. And, and of course, they're very important, stuff like trademarking and, and a lot of the legal things and accounting things. It's good to get that taken care of at the beginning. Um, but I often find people will, you know, get hung up for months on end deciding on a logo and just kind of like, you know, taking five different options and building a survey monkey and sending it to their grandma and all their friends and all the bands and getting all these opinions. And, and I, I feel like there's so much that it really ultimately doesn't matter. The, the point is, is that we need to launch the label and start discovering music and start sharing music with, with the, the music community. And so I would say, you know, and, and again, this comes from our community, but worrying about the small things um, and taking too much time and too much effort over some of these small things. Don't worry, there's going to be lots of small things coming up. Um, and so focus on finding great music and getting it out there. The second problem and second mistake that record labels make, and again, these, this isn't, these aren't for me, although I love them, but they, they came from our community, and that's over-promising and under-delivering. And I think I would tell people 
and, and I know a lot of labels would agree with this, is you need to do the opposite. You actually need to under-promise and then over-deliver. And we're working with these artists, and they're going to be really watching us, making sure that we earn our keep, that we earn whatever percentage royalty that we take from them. And so um, I think you put yourself in a really uncomfortable position when you promise all of these great things. And I've done this before to, to my regret, but you promise these new artists that you sign all of these great things that you can do. And maybe you even have a press contact who has supported you in the past and done favors for you in the past. Um, but you can't guarantee they're going to do that again. And I've been in, in that position totally. And so the key is to not to overpromise and then be forced to underdeliver, but the opposite to actually say, here's a couple things that I hope we can do. Here's a couple of contacts that I'm going to reach out to and basically really temper their expectations and then uh, blow them out of the water and, and, and over deliver as much as possible. Number three, doing it on your own. This is a, a something that somebody in our community said that a mistake they made is trying to do everything uh, on their own. And that can get really alienating and, and isolating and lonely. Um, but it's also, you know, some, some of us will actually do stuff on our own out of choice because we don't trust other people. Uh, and that can be a problem. And so not only should we be bringing people into our circle and sharing some of the responsibilities and having that incredible one plus one equals three moment where we we brainstorm with other people or we work with the artists on our label who want to help out with the label. But it's also something important to do um, when it comes to asking for advice. And you know, based on this podcast, I'm very... Um, uh, I really see the value in in reaching out to other record labels and asking their advice and um, and talking to your quote unquote competition and and seeing how they do things and that's really the core of our Facebook community. Did I give you an address for that? By the way, there's a shortcut: Facebook dot other record labels dot com. Now I hear from people all the time. We're like, oh, I hate Facebook. I don't want to be on there. You can do what I did and create like a fake account just to join, and then you don't have to like talk to your uh, high school friends that you don't want to talk to anymore. Uh, the fourth thing is record labels. The fourth mistake that people make is they underestimate, underestimate everything. I had this old boss used to say that like everything in business takes 10 times more than you expect, 10 times more time, 10 times more money. And you know that I always thought that was a hyperbole, but it's actually pretty close to true. It made me maybe like eight times more, but like the reality is it's, it's so true that everything that we think, okay, well, the pressing plant on their website says it's going to take four to six weeks. Well, that's four to six weeks generally after you approve the test pressings or four to six weeks when they have the deposit and the artwork and the audio is approved. And if everything goes smoothly and you don't hear problems in the test pressing, blah, blah, blah. And so I think it's really safe to say um, things are going to take twice as long or cost twice as much as we expect. And then if you're wrong, you're in a better position. And so I love this piece of advice is that so many labels underestimate everything. They underestimate how much the artist they're working with knows. And then they end up um, having a problem, a friction problem in their relationships because the artist has different expectations than them. Well, we underestimate how things are going to cost. Oftentimes we overestimate uh, the response to something. And so um, this is a, a, a big mistake. Uh, and so something to really consider and to kind of build into your budget when you're budgeting not only finances, but time. 
And the fifth thing is that record labels, the fifth mistake I see record labels making is they lack consistency. And this is, makes me sad because I often will see a record label come up with a great idea. Maybe it's a video a vlog or something. I don't know if that's re redundant video blog vlog, but maybe it's something like that. Maybe it is a, um, a incredible uh, series that they're doing where they're doing like live uh, in the living room, uh, performances that they're uploading to their YouTube channel. Maybe they start an Instagram for the very first time and are sharing something on, on Instagram once a week. I love seeing that, but then I hate to see when it's no longer consistent and they drop off. And I understand that, um, you know, a lot of us, this is a part-time thing and we don't have unlimited resources to invest and unlimited time to invest in some of these initiatives. But I really encourage people to, when you're coming up with a new idea or you're coming up with something new is to make sure that you can sustain it and that you can try it out because a lot of these little initiatives and little projects actually take six months to a year to catch on with our audience and to grow. And so I think it's really important to, um, for labels to be consistent in everything they do and consistency really, um, breeds this trust with our, our audience and, and they start to have this expectation and we become, and I see this with successful record labels, they become a place where music fans go to and they know what to expect. And I, I love that consistency. It doesn't mean everything is neat and tidy. In fact, consistency can be that you're always a mess or that you're always surprising people. But um, I think it's really important to be consistent and let ideas, uh, give ideas time to grow and to gestate. And uh, I think that's really important. Let's go back over these five things and I'm going to let you go. Number one, don't worry about the small things. That's a mistake we see people make because uh, that really just prevents you. Uh, uh, who is it? I think it was Steve Jobs who said um, that like a product isn't a product until it ships or an idea isn't an idea until it ships. And I, that's kind of interesting. You know, it's like so many art, we see this with artists is that they work on a song and they work on perfecting that mix over and over and to the point where it never gets released. And I think that's a problem. So first mistake is worrying about the small things. The second mistake is over promising and under delivering. The third mistake is doing it all on your own or trying to do it all on your own. The fourth mistake is underestimating, underestimating time and underestimating money. And the fifth mistake is lacking consistency. I wanna thank our community for sharing some of these tips with our greater community. And I hope that you found them helpful. Um, please go to our website, otherrecordlabels.com. If you're starting a new record label, how exciting you can download our free toolkit for record labels, for new record labels uh, and for old record labels. And you can get that at otherrecordlabels.com slash toolkit. Thanks for listening.